what's up welcome to the nerds do stuff podcast i'm clay i'm colby <laughs> and uh we uh, we're here yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah colby you're here i'm here <laughs> hey it's not my fault discord was messing up i i literally didn't get like any of the like notifications whatsoever <laughs> you literally messaged me like yeah, as no. i was finishing up my recording for it yeah no literally didn't get any <laughs> notifications i checked i checked right then whatever i don't remember what but i checked i look see podcast podcast whatever <laughs> i'm like oh well man i did not want to record a solo podcast and it was quite terrible to be entirely honest yeah, I want to listen to it, but I don't want to listen to it because it's probably cringe. I couldn't listen to any of these podcasts. Dude, it was it was it was much more of like a informative. I didn't really. I kind of went on a very big rant that lasted most of the episode about Sony. I think. Um, Sony, my name. Yeah. Sony. I make TVs and PlayStation and um, other things. So, uh, uh, I guess speaking of Sony, and, uh... Yeah, Microsoft. Big big news on Microsoft. So, uh, basically, uh, a Microsoft engineer, you, he, a Microsoft engineer, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce his name, because it's <laughs> very Russian, but he, uh, he got sentenced nine years in prison, and he owes what? $8.3 million in whatever. But he, what <laughs> he, he owes he a lot of money. Uh, basically, uh, you know, he was, I guess, looking, he, he was looking for flaws or whatever. That was his job or whatever. He was supposed to look for flaws and whatever to fix them whatnot he found one and instead of reporting it oh no he used it to i guess generate a bunch of like xbox uh gift card codes and then he sold it to people for bitcoins and basically made 10 million dollars Oh my gosh. He made $10 million and by selling Xbox gift cards for Bitcoin. Like, I, I don't see how, how he thought no one was going to catch on to that. I, I, I literally, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, wait. Like, it's a millions of if it was like a few grand with it being Microsoft such a big company a few grand goes missing things happen millions of dollars go missing they're gonna look into that yeah no oh my god well no it's not like it's not like he stole like money from Microsoft he literally generated the whole new codes like what? gift card codes well it, it still would be because it because in theory someone oh, used those true. gift cards yeah someone would have used those gift cards because yeah, like that's no. what you generally do is you buy that or you sell them and then someone buys them and either they try to resell them or 
they spend them, you know, and they just got the gift cards for cheaper, generally understanding that, yeah, they're using gift cards that are stolen in some way. And so the gift cards got used. Microsoft, you know, had games that were being bought with gift cards, but they weren't getting any profit from that. Uh, I don't, I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he, <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. I, honestly, I, I don't know what he was, ex why, I, I. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Just, why? <laughs> why? I mean, I, I don't know the whole, like, thing like the whole story of like he he could have been a, I didn't read the whole article but he could have been avoiding avoiding it somewhere he is a like software engineer and whatnot so I don't know how he he did it but he did it nonetheless yeah. I don't understand all the the little thingies you know yeah the small details yeah but he managed to... He did that for two years. He made codes and sold them. He did he, he did that for two years, dude. Made $10 million. Oh, my gosh. I I don't understand, like, how, how he thought he was never going to get caught. All right, well, uh, on to the next topic. Uh, Fallout 4. What about um, Fallout 4? <laughs> uh, did you ever play Fallout 4? Yeah, I've played Fallout 4. You know Dogmeat? Dogmeat, yeah. Yeah, the dog that uh, was used as the model uh, actually just passed away. Rip. His name was River. Was it? Yeah. Uh, well, um, he has been ripped. Dude, literally dog me. It was like my favorite, my favorite companion of, of Fallout 4, though. Yeah, because he's the only one that didn't. Bitch. He, he didn't get upset with me whenever I, you know, had my character partake in cannibalism, okay? I don't uh, know why you can't commit mass murder <laughs> and people get mad at you. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Never understood these things. Hmm. And uh, and the spinoff of uh, of uh, you know Bethesda here, uh, Todd Howard explains that uh, Elder Scrolls Six will be built on Starfield's engine. That's cool. So, Wait, is Starfield uh, out? No. Starfield. Starfield like doesn't even have a release date or anything. It has very little trailers and stuff. Bruh. So, so they're <sighs> using the Starfield engine for Elder Scrolls Six, which has been announced. Well, they probably have the engine already built all the yeah, way. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, it's just like a weird thing. It, the, it's for a game that is now, and it's going to be used on a game that that is now at least has been announced. I mean, <laughs> not much I guess more. Star, it, it, it'd just be weird if like Elder Scrolls came out before. Uh, before Starfield. Starfield using Starfield's engine. <laughs> um Yeah, but I mean I obviously no one's played Starfield yet, so I have. Oh I yeah. snuck into Bethesda's offices and played it 
Oh, wait. Um, uh, the engine is being built for both games, so but it's mainly Starfield, Starfield's engine. Uh, it's worth emphasizing that it's being built and not that it was built. Ah, uh, yes. So it is good to know that <laughs> these games won't come out for a little, a little while. Yeah, they don't even have the engine done. Like how? Nope, like no. Nope. Well, <laughs> this is like GTA Six, except oh, no. if they said that <laughs> GTA. Well, no, they've already kind of confirmed that GTA Six is. Yep, like, I've got a, I've got a story. GTA Six. GTA uh, Engine is uh, engine has yet to be built, but it's coming out. <laughs> engine is at least eighth of a way there. No, um, reports are that uh, GTA Six is gonna be out in twenty twenty five. <laughs> that's, that's 12 years after GTA 5 was released. Bro, they, yep. they, gotta, they gotta release a banger, dude. An absolute banger. Or else it's just gonna suck. Like, waiting yeah. 12 years for a game that's just, like, slightly better than the previous one is not gonna do. So, so the 2025 thing, though... It was uh, shared by a leaker who's known to have really good reputable information. But here's the here's the even more like solid information. Uh, it's something that Take Two's uh, statement during a recent shareholder event backed up. So uh, let me try and find this statement. Um. Take Two stated in the earnings release that only four of the games. Uh, okay, just wait. Trying to just skim. So, it's possible that it could come out at a minimum of 2023. Ten years. But like, they're rich. Yeah. Uh, but it's not gonna be any earlier than that. You know. Take Two is kind of disappointing me, honestly. Like, <laughs> what else did Take Two do? I I I mean they they haven't done anything bad, but like think about all the games they've released. Like after GTA Five, <laughs> what games have they released? Like Red Dead Two, which lasted a solid month maybe before it died out. Like. I mean, it lasted more than a month because it was the it was a single player. The multiplayer was total shit. Yeah, no, the multiplayer is awful. I mean, it's not. It just could have more. It really could. Okay, Take Two has Rockstar 2K and er, 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 what? Rockstar has. Er, oh my god. You could try oh. speaking English once. Yeah, I know that'd be nice. Take Two. <laughs> Take yeah. Two has Rockstar and 2K. So uh, they pretty much they have two K. Like as in the people yeah, that you know make sports. Board, no, like the sports. I mean they make they make like NBA two K. Yeah, but the they also make Civ, they make Borderlands. And sports. Yes, they do make sports. Told you. So excluding take two. Or not wait, what two <laughs> K? Excluding two K? Excluding uh, 2K, what has Rockstar done at all? Hmm? GTA 6 in 12 question. years. GTA 6 coming uh, out in 2050. 
Red Dead 3 coming out and the uh, never and like bully honestly, two to yeah. maybe but <laughs> like literally Rockstar has so little new things like they used to have like Manhunt Midnight Club um I mean obviously they have GTA they have Red Dead. They used to have Max Payne, but they ended that off in three. Midnight Club, I'm pretty sure, ended off. Um, Manhunt ended off. They have Bully, you know, but when's Bully 2 coming out? Like you said. <laughs> it's literally been leaked a bunch of times that they were talking about it, but it, like, I understand the problem with making a sequel is where do you go from the first one? Yeah, like do you do recreate a whole new story, basically, or like, like what do you do? Like you can't really continue unless like you're Jimmy Hopkins, like uh, son or son. some shit. Yeah, like yeah, Jimmy Hopkins, by the way, is the main character. Boy. Yeah, and, and like either that or like having some way that. I just realized my air conditioner's been on for this, you know the first thirteen minutes of this recording. That's okay, mine's um, on, but you can't hear it. Um, <laughs> but like, or you know, they have to have some way to continue Jimmy on himself, which <laughs> yeah, then you that get into just, touchy territory. That that just turns into GTA. GTA <laughs> Six is bully too confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, like it's just. It's a problem of, you know, they make a new story. It's a, it's a, a game about school. I mean, how much more can you add to that, though? That's the problem. Crime. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Rockstar is really good at crime stuff. Just makes crime. School crime. School Although, bully, bully, like, the most crime it has is, like, what? Oh, I guess assault, because he beat people up. Yeah, probably. But other than that, it's like vandalism. I'm sure there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's some attempted murder in there. Let's be honest. Um, there's some things that could probably kill a man. Yeah, no, there's a, um, there is one boss fight. Mm, not mm, a lot of the boss fights actually would probably end up with someone dead. Uh, yeah, actually, no, most of the, yeah, no, most of the boss fights, yeah, no. You know, uh, Johnny and his motorcycle probably would have died there. Uh, well, not Johnny would have died. Jimmy would have died. I think literally Johnny runs over Jimmy with his bike a bunch in that boss fight. Unless canonically that he didn't get hit. Which is just like <laughs> garbage, dude. Is that one dude with the big hammer? Oh shit! Yeah, for that would oh, that would hurt. That's that's an <laughs> easy concussion with one hit, dude. I I don't know why I remember the game so well. <laughs> uh, back on GTA though, they're uh, uh, the same person who has both leaked uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield twenty four details that we've already had like you know announced now and know that they were true. So this guy's also pretty reputable. Uh. Uh, he he had or he's claiming now that GTA 6 will be set in modern day Vice City. Um, Return to Vice City. What if that's actually the like 
the name of the game. GTA 6 Return oh, to Vice no. City. But a lot of the old reports Cringe. say that um, GTA was going to be set in the 80s. Which, I mean, it would fit Vice City. And that's maybe that's cool. the connection here. You yeah, know what? Maybe that's the connection, is that they thought that it was going to be in the 80s, but it's modern day in Vice City. Because Vice City gives off the 80s vibes. Yeah. Well, you know, think think about what happened in GTA 5. Well, GTA 5 Online Alex. They went way too, way too futuristic, you know? So yeah. they, they go back to the 80s, right? And then they bring down modern tech to the 80s. And people are still very confused as to why there's modern tech in the 80s. Actually, that would be more confusing than futuristic stuff in present time. Yeah, but the leaker is saying that it's, the reason it's modern day is to provide the staff with as much freedom yeah, uh, no. for creating content for GTA Online. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That, like, like, think about all the like GTA 5 Online stuff. <laughs> Like, none of that would have happened if it were set in, like, the 40s or something. Yeah, That's like, just Mafia. It's just Mafia. <laughs> it, it, like, none of, like, any of the cars would exist. It'd be, like, some dumb, like, old cars. Not dumb old cars, but, like, it'd just be old-fashioned cars, and you wouldn't be like, Wow, that's cool. this car goes 250 <laughs> miles an hour. It'd be more like, wow, this car goes 60 miles an hour. <laughs> the monotoneness <laughs> of your voice there was beautiful. I love oh. my 60 mile an hour car. Um, So, Steam Summer Shell is here now. <sighs> it all, is summer. The, yeah, for, for, all the, for all the PC gamers. Why, would, why, um, why not the start of game month? That's usually when I consider summer, summer. Who considers um, summer at the end of game month? I think... No, this has been running for a few days, though. Oh, so... so already. Still it towards, the, towards end the end of game month. <laughs> I, I don't uh, know why I'm I calling do not, Yeah, and I don't want hate for that. So... Back it up. <laughs> everyone, please excuse Colby's... Um, I only, insensitivity. I'll, I'll be honest. He's it, not homophobic. It's only because our gay friend called it gay month. It was in his Discord bio, and I read it. Okay, he does have a point. I, I It was just funny. <laughs> just going to make it clear, neither of us are homophobic. Well. <laughs> slightly insensitive. Uh, okay. Not slightly. <laughs> Pretty insensitive. So, dying lights on sale for all of you people who have listened to me scream about Dying Light 2, um, 70% Bro, I off. I hope it's garbage. I hope it's garbage. So okay, all your, come all, your like all your screaming, all, all your <laughs> screaming is uh, done. Right, You're going to do, be we... screaming about, oh, Dying Light, so much potential, done. No, you suck, Clay. Look, every game has potential. Cyberpunk had potential. And yes, <laughs> it potential. fell flat. So yeah, I get I it. hope Dying Light 2 does too, even though I doubt it will, but yeah. <laughs> I, I um, highly doubt it. I think they've been working hard on that. Oh God, I hope so. Dying Light, though, they the first got, one. They, they stopped doing Dead Island so they could do Dying Light. That's you fair. better remember that. <laughs> you better um, respect Dead Island, man. That was the original Dying Light. Uh, it is. Yeah, the original one is on sale for $18, so... 
the the uh, wow. fo the following enhanced editions. So that has all the DLCs or most of the DLCs because they did add a lot of minor ones, but it has the main DLCs and like some extra you know gameplay touches. Eighteen bucks. Uh, Resident Evil Seven, ten bucks. Not even worth it, dude. Not even worth it. Why get <laughs> Why get seven when you could get eight, dude? Just dude, saying. I mean, because I think 8, you gotta buy full full price. I don't care. You get the Lady D, my dude. Um, She's worth the price. <laughs> she's, worth the, she's worth the 60 bucks. Bro, I would literally just buy a version of the game that ends after Lady D. <laughs> There's, like, the game, like, does not need the rest of the game. It, it, it literally, all they had, uh, dude, they literally... Uh, I still haven't watched D. all of it. He makes I, me want to die. I'm at the point where the where the rad brat is getting. He's in uh, Heisenberg's factory already. You haven't even got to. F mm, he only has like three more episodes. I'll be honest, Clay. It doesn't really matter, dude. I mean. Oh wait, no. And it, then after Lady D, it just didn't matter. You, yeah. <laughs> but you'll need to. One of the questions you asked, I remember you asked a, a question about, uh, about Ethan, and that will get answered shortly after. Not shortly after. Uh, actually, no. It will get. Sh it will get shortly answered after the Heisenberg. Uh, okay. Kind of thing. Fight. Yeah. yeah no, I, um, also, sorry. you lied to me, and I don't know if you lied or if you just, I assume you just probably made, made a mistake. Uh, it's not Ethan on the cover. What's That's the, what you told me. It's it's Chris. The the game. The, the, like, the game cover where it's half Lycan. And you told me it was half Lycan, half Ethan. It's half, if half, <laughs> it is half Lycan, half Chris. Wait, let me look. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, it does look like Chris. All right. Um, you were saying Lycan, and that was confusing me. And then I saw the picture. I was like, oh yeah, it's the it's the wolf things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I just assumed that it was Ethan because Ethan's the main character, you know. Yeah, they actually like don't ever have his face like in the game, Dude. like. People third person camera like you know hack the thing to get the third person yeah, no, camera. He doesn't have that. Yeah, it's just not there. Dude, I I love that when I look up Resident Evil Eight, all I see is Lady D everywhere, my dude. <laughs> everywhere. There's... Dude, she was the favorite character. <laughs> yeah, and she literally had like the best like story of all of the other like bosses. Yeah, I think um, the doll one was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, that that one was interesting. I mean, they are all, like, interesting in their own ways. It's just that, like, I found, like, Lady D's, like, story, like, the funnest of them all. Oh, it definitely was. And it, and it has the most gameplay in it, really. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I, that's, that's one thing that I hate about Resident Evil 8, is that after Lady D, everything just goes so quickly. Like yeah, you're does. done with the doll lady within like I don't even, I don't even know like like a five, few hours maybe yeah no it doesn't take long and then you you fight the uh you fight fish fish dude, fish dude. this is 
relatively quickly. I, I think it's just because you're trapped in Lady D's house. And, like, she shows up, like, quite a bit. But, like, the others don't really, like... No, you see them in the beginning when you get dragged into the castle. And, like, and then after that, you only see them during the fight. Yeah, no, but, like, uh, like in that castle, Lady D will, like, just constantly, like, roaming after a certain point, I think. She's constantly yeah. like, just roaming around the house. Whereas, like, you know, and you're trying to navigate around her and whatnot and escape whatever when you come across her. But, like, all the others are just, like, it's a linear story, almost. Well, basically. I mean, like, Lady D's is kind of, like, straight up just, like, story-driven. But it doesn't feel that way. All the others are just, like, completely, like, railroaded, essentially. Yeah. Put it into yeah. D&D, like, turns. It's railroaded. You're yeah, railroaded you're into Doom. Just... Yeah. I think the thing is, though, is because, like, obviously Lady D, you know, is, is the most interesting one. And, like, that's, you know, the one that, like, I'm sure 99% of people are, you know, all kind of, you know, they're the they're the most interested in Lady D. Um, but I, I honestly think the second one is probably Heisenberg. Like, the, the second most interesting character there. Yeah, and, no, I would say his boss fight sucks, though. I, yeah, I haven't got there yet, so... <laughs> it, I, mean, but I It's just but not, like, any of the others. Story-wise, and I think it's because, like, in the beginning, when you get dragged into the castle, Heisenberg is... He's there. He's playing a part. And, you know, it's, it's between him and Lady D on who gets you. Who yeah. gets Ethan? You know, and the other two... The other two bosses are just kind of vibing there not really doing which, much. which is literally how the game works it feels it feels <laughs> like they should have been the first one you fought because they yeah. were so unimportant and basically pointless but no yeah it literally just it, they were filler like and that's that's the worst part yeah, no, that, they literally they were, just filler yeah no they were literally just there to add more story to it but they didn't yeah. ever like impact it whatsoever i'll be honest yeah, I'm gonna probably finish that after we uh, get off the podcast. Because yeah, now should. that we're now that we're talking about it, I'm like actually wanting to finish that. <laughs> yeah, no, it it is genuinely like a really good game, especially if you cut out the filler. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> yeah, will make sense. Yeah, the two bosses. I, they could they, uh, they they could have done so much more. I literally, dude, they literally should have just made the lady d resident evil 8 and then messed with the other <laughs> people afterwards because i i genuinely think that there's more that could be done that could be done with lady d story actually it probably would have been like it would have felt more like resident evil uh seven with that yeah like i wish it would have been a full game in the castle okay expand yeah. the castle and expand the story in there. Make a full game there. End it on a cliffhanger. Okay? Don't call Resident Evil 8 Resident Evil 8 Village. You know? Whether you call it Resident Evil 8 Castle or not. Resident Evil know. 8 Lady D. But, like, you know, just make the make one game that's just the castle. Have the sequel come out next year. The sequel 
is Red is Resident Evil Eight Village, with Resident the Evil three. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, that being the sequel, and that being subtitled The Village, having worked on the doll lady and the fish dude and Heisenberg's fight, apparently, you know, and expanding all of that. You'll see why I didn't really like it. I, I don't know if, like, a lot of people liked it, but to me, it just felt... It was too actiony compared mm. to every other fight. Well, except Miranda's is also a pretty actiony fight, but it doesn't feel like Heisenberg. You'll see why. You'll see why. People, if you've heard, if you've <laughs> seen Resident Evil, you'll probably know what I'm saying when it. You'll probably know what I'm saying. Yeah, I just back can't to spoil the, too much. Back to the uh, Steam Summer Show though. Resident Evil Seven though. Very, I mean, you know, only ten bucks, and that's like, let's be honest, that's the scariest game of of the Resident Evil series. Yes. <laughs> hey, can I, you can it? Yeah. Uh, mm. Is uh is Monstrum on sale? Um, let me check. There's a lot of games on sale, so I'm gonna check that one. Dude, if um, Monstrum's on sale, I'll give a. I'm giving a big recommendation. Anyways, the monster. Monst- Monster's not on sale, but it costs four dollars. <laughs> oh wait, yeah it is. Yeah it is. No, it is on sale. Yeah. Okay, it just wasn't showed up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Get Monstrum. That's legendary, dude. Monstrum is so okay. I I watched. I watched a bunch. Uh, I watched a bunch of people play Monstrum, dude. I I just find I I don't know what it is, but the big monster, dude. I absolutely love him. I I think he's super cool, even though he's like generic big monster, scary, scary. <laughs> I think it, it's I think it's just a classic like horror thing. I don't know. Oh, it like, is. Yeah. Hearing, dude, literally hearing, like his uh, like footsteps, like people they're you know running or whatever running from him and his footsteps just get louder and louder as he closes in dude that's scary i uh, <laughs> i watched Tio play that dude Tio's game um that was great seven days to die is on sale Mm-hmm. me and uh me and leaf have been pr- playing it yeah no i saw i didn't care <laughs> though because i play rust with gauge actually dude got- the graphics on pc Oh, like they, I mean, they aren't like Witcher graphics, but compared to the Xbox graphics, more be- the only thing that sucks is that every goddamn thing in that, in the PC version, you have to find the blueprint for. So it's rust, but zombies, it's rest to be kept the zombies. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. I, yeah. I, I speaking of zombies, I've recently got State of Decay two. As Gage, <laughs> Gage talked about, it and he's like, "You should get it, whatever, and we can play it." And so I got it because it's almost my birthday. Et dubbed. My birthday's in a little over a week, but so I got that as a birthday gift. About to clap some zombie cheeks. It's let me tell you, State of Decay two. 
isn't the best multiplayer experience. I mean, it's good. I do not care Uh if it's good or not. I want it to be fun. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. It's not the best multiplayer experience. It kind of... Because, like, every container, um, only one player... Like, every container is going to have either a blue or green, I think it is, icon above it. And you're either the blue or green icon, and you can only search the containers that have your colored thing above them. And... Oh, yeah, no, that's it, weird. It's to stop people, because there is like a, you know, you can join random people's games. People can ask for help and stuff for people to join. And, and you can like, what, increase like your loot or whatever? It No, that doesn't increase loot. It literally splits loot. And it's to stop people. It's to stop, you know, really high level, or not high level, but like people with really um, strong characters and strong equipment to just come in you know, and say destroy a plague heart because plague hearts have pretty good loot, and um, you know while while the other players still dealing with the zombies outside, yoink all the loot and just disconnect. It's to stop that from happening. And I, I think on things like plague hearts, um, it's like every it's like every item in there has a symbol on it, so you can only take certain things, and mm. yeah. Now, as a multiplayer experience, great game. Freaking love the game. Or as a single player, that's what I meant. Um, yeah, as a single player experience, it's a great game. I love it as single player. But... You know, I'll give... I'll, I'll tell you what I think of the whole color yeah. system thing. And it might have changed because I haven't played it. I haven't played multiplayer since the game came out. You want to play with us? I don't think you can do three. I don't. I don't know. If we <laughs> can do daybreak. Two to four, dude. Yeah, we could do daybreak. Which daybreak? Um, uh, having, uh, like a full squad. Which uh, I'm wanting to say it's three people for a full squad on daybreak. That's fun, and that and you you honestly need it because daybreak is hard. Yeah. Well, you have me, and I'm basically the best ever. So. So it'll be me, me and Gage, you know, fighting. Got it. I, um, <laughs> I've played State of Decay when I was a little tiny, dumb child, and uh, well, I was a dumb child, but I still, I did, I don't remember it that much, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that I did okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know what this is gonna be like. It's literally, I never like got super into like State of Decay. Yeah, you just, you honestly I know just gotta the play basics it. Of it. I know the base. I actually I know I know a lot. I know well, as far as I understand, no. it is a, a good amount different from State of the K one. I never played State of the K one, so. Yeah. Oh, we can um, I just came out. Check <laughs> Um, but like, there's, you know, there there's a lot. Of, I think my my biggest tip is focus on trying to get more survivors. Like, that is your biggest thing. Because the more survivors you have, obviously the more people that can die without you completely losing. And, you know, to get a new base, every base has a survivor requirement. And the best bases require, like, eight, and you start out with three. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that that was a... uh, Uh... In the first game. 
yeah, I don't know. I just I haven't really played it, but like that's my biggest tip to anyone playing State of Decay yeah, Two. That was definitely in the first game. I I have like tiny little memory flashes of me playing it. I know I got. I think I got one of the best like bases to be. I don't know. What? Yeah, I don't know, but um, often the zombie thing, dying light too. Um. Dying Light 2, uh, if you if you missed it, for anyone that you know pays attention to that, um, they had their Dying to Know More episode 2 today. Well, today of, of recording, so the first. Uh, they talked a lot about like the special zombies that are going to be in there. And and they, kind, they very lightly went into the parkour. Okay, get this. The m- guy who's like doing all the parkour... That's like motion capturing all the parkour. Is I believe his name is David Bell. I'm not much into you know the history of parkour. Um, let me, let me uh, his Wikipedia. Um, he is deemed the founder and leading pioneer of the physical discipline parkour. Is that like a business thing? Do you know what parkour is? Yeah. No. Is it like a like training thing, like a dojo? No, like he is the founder of like parkour. He's the guy that made it oh. big. He's the guy that made it, a lot of the moves. It and... just sounded like a like a, a business <laughs> thing. Like it is, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, so he has like a business thingy. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, and this is this dude is like the the leader of parkour when it comes to it and they have him motion capturing all the parkour in the game um and some of the zombies some of the zombie stuff uh um they went into the fact of every special zombie so the the main process of turning and dying light is that you get bit or whatever one way or another you get you get infected um it doesn't really fit with how Dying Light 1's worked, and I don't I don't know how that goes, but in Dying Light 2, um, you get infected, and then there are these things that you basically, it's like a, it's kind of like a, a watch, or it looks like a watch or a bracelet, and it measures your infection. Um, at any point, you can lower your infection by going into UV light, so going into the sun. Um, but as soon as that fills all the way up, as, as soon as it start it gets about to fill all the way up, it'll start beeping, and that's like, get, get to the sun, get to some light, you're gonna die. Um, sun, but as so- zombie. <laughs> you Wait, are so, zombie. So do zombies, zombies are in the day, though? Like so, they're walking around in daytime, are they not? So, in Dying Light 1 they were. Now, and that's what, oh. I, a lot of things don't fit with Dying Light 2. That's why I don't know. They're, they gotta have an explanation because I know that that everyone's gonna be questioning it. But yeah, why did it change it? Why not just make them vampires? You know. <laughs> but and die. So you go into the sun, and you know that. Now they don't explain virals. Virals in Dying Light Two, or in Dying Light One, were the people that just turned. It was the freshly turned. They were fast. They were still mostly human, and whatnot. Okay, in Dying Light 2, after you turn, you turn straight into a volatile, which for anyone that played Dying Light 1, you know, is the the guys that hunt at night. Yeah, Boomer. Uh, No. 
Yeah, the boomer, the one that goes boom. No, that's that's the toad. No, boomer. Oh my bad. Um, yeah, but the, the volatile dead came first, therefore it is the boomer. <laughs> the the volatile is very very strong and like it actually is like legitimately scary towards the yeah, beginning of the, the game. Yeah, the spitter. Um, is it a spitter? Is it is but, it like the spitter? Uh, the toad is. No, the That's toad is different. like the boomer. No, the toad is actually like the spitter. Well, why'd you lie to me then? <sighs> I don't know. Um, no, the volatile you committed is a crime. Clay. <laughs> the volatile. You must pay. You go to <laughs> nine years in prison, and you owe me eight point three million dollars. I didn't take your Xbox gift cards. You did. <laughs> um, but. Uh, so after you turn into you turn into a volatile, but they're special infected. That happened because of the chemicals that the GRE. Which I'm not going to go into that. The GRE put down in their hospitals, you know, before evacuating, um, to try and contain the outbreak, and that caused special infected. So there's basically uh, it looks like a witch from State of Decay. Or not State of Decay, goddamn. Uh, Left for Dead 2 and Left for Dead 1, I guess. But it looks like a witch, but it's really agile and it, it mainly attacks you from above and it's the only thing that can attack you from above. Um, Why is it the only thing that can attack you from above? Well, because the other thing, like, like it'll try to attack you from above because it's trying okay. to catch you off guard and deal damage. What if I'm zombie, okay? I'm on building. I fall off building. I hit someone on the why I fall. Well, you knock them down. I, that's it. That's all you did I'm, is you knock them down. I don't hurt them. I I mean uh, maybe a little bit, but like you just knocked them down. The this special infected literally comes down and like assassins creeds you. Okay, say I'm big zombie, right? I'm on <laughs> building. I fall I don't down. know. I crush man. What so, happens? <laughs> So on your earlier question about aren't there zombies in the streets? So the main thing with zombies dying like two in the streets, something in the sh sheets, uh, a freak in the sheets. Um, that's kind of gay. It is a little bit. It's not um, game or it's not Pride Month. Again, not homophobic, just insensitive. No, back it's, to the back to the topic. Back to the topic. So. Uh, the the zombies in there as like when they start getting exposed to UV light, they will turn from volatiles into biters. Which those are like the slow shambling. You know, those are like the walkers. So They're they just get the basic debuffed. zombies. Yes. They get nerfed. Yeah. So Why? basically, there is a shit ton of volatiles and a decent amount of biters. Okay. Volatiles obviously come out at night. But they got to go somewhere during the day. So there are zombie nests, which are in buildings that are, you know, really dark and stuff. And, you know, towards basement areas of buildings and such. So that during the day, you have a death wish if you go into a zombie nest. At so, night, you can try and clear out the nest because all the zombies are going to be out in the streets. Has anyone ever heard of a window? <laughs> Yeah, if the window's covered, <laughs> break it, my dudes. Burn them. Burn, set the building on fire. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, if you know there's a zombie nest somewhere, <laughs> set it ablaze. They're they either going to run do that. out. <laughs> they tried to do that in Dying Light 1. Raheem made a bomb, and it actually did destroy the building, which destroyed the nest. 
and huh. no one else made that idea. So, huh. Huh. don't huh. know. <laughs> Sounds like um, we got a bunch of idiots. Um, Plot convenience. No one knows so there, how to make a bomb. So, basically, it's mainly going to be biters out during the day but it's gonna be a very small amount because it still like kind of hurts them to be out during the day even if they're a biter oh shame i can relate <laughs> i haven't left my house in i think a week oh my god so <laughs> actually i don't remember time goes so fast here the main, <laughs> the main thing with dying late too is that the day is for humans and the night is for zombies so you know you're, you're gonna be there's gonna be a lot more humans out during the day and you know that's where you're gonna do yeah. most of your quests for them sounds and like, like vampires yeah sounds like vampires huh. um that was my dying light 2 spiel until you know the next episode so yep nope how much you think Dying Light's gonna cost? You got anything? What? Sixty. Sixty dollars? Yeah. Was that how much the last game was? Tell about Dying Light Two. Yeah, Dying Light like, Two. Yeah, they've already released the price. It's it's sixty dollars for the base game. Oh. I, okay, I I'm a big like I don't know appraiser, I guess, of games. Yeah, you know, when I play a game, I can I I'll tell you I can tell you the price, dude. Knowing, knowing what Dying Light had, oh, but I never actually played Dying Light, so I can't say it's a fair assessment. I highly recommend it. But I would say thirty to forty dollars for Dying Light. That would be my appraisal of the game. Look, it just depends yes. on on what we're comparing it to, okay? Well, because I've played a bunch of, you know, I I expect high quality games to be sold for sixty dollars. Games with a bunch of content, like I guess I pretty much just compare it to GTA Five. That that game has so much content in it. That's fair. Well, not like, and not not only that, but like look at Skyrim. Skyrim was like. I think Skyrim's like forty dollars, and it has quite a lot of stuff in it. So much stuff that even though the game's been out for ten years, people are still yes. finding new stuff out about it. Yeah, like, like and it's only forty dollars. That's why I have I have such like a high like I don't know like if if it's not like if it doesn't have a it just has to be replayable. It has to be something that you'll constantly come back to. And, and, play, and to be worth Dying Light 60. Two is gonna have that. Okay. It First of all, you compare. Are you saying that you basically making your rating of sixty dollars based on GTA? You're you're pretty much making well, your rating sixty dollars based off GTA well, just, and the fact that Skyrim is forty dollars. You're you're making it based on like the uh, outliers, the best of the best. Yeah. You kind of gotta look towards the, the more average. I don't Not want to. average. I expect the best, Clay. I expect good deals. If your game is it, like it's sixty dollars, Clay. That's over <laughs> That's half fair. of a hundred, dude. That's, That's quite fair. a lot of money. Okay, 
as a but dying light young too. child without a job that's a lot of money <laughs> dying light 2 is gonna have branching stories which means i assume multiple endings even you know dying light 1 had two. multiple endings didn't no, dying two, light what didn't have two endings uh, yeah it did but well it had three the base game the base game had one the following you know which is the big dlc that basically was a second game yeah. had three it had your How basic choice DLC? um i want to say the dlc was like 40 bucks by itself but that's what i would expect the dlc was like 40 bucks by well, itself from and you had actual game you had to have the game to play it but they started selling dying light the enhanced following edition no i said that wrong but the that edition which that edition sold for 60 bucks which was the base game and the dlc and obviously right now that's on sale for what i what i say 20 10 dollars i don't know something like that i'm i'm just gonna say that my appraisals are done through the eyes of a person a young man with (laughs) out job a child essentially be, that's really where it comes from because you know as a child I could not <laughs> afford games I was a child so think childlike okay but in the think childish in the sense that you don't have money <laughs> or you're running on limited funds and you need to pick a good game that's gonna last a while I probably wouldn't play. I probably wouldn't pay sixty dollars for Dying Light. I'd wait for it to be on sale. Well, I mean, or, it's a new game. Well, it's it's just, not going to go on like, sale for a very yeah, long no. time. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But like, I would just. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I said sale. Now I gotta check. Uh, uh never mind. Don't worry about. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, I I just like I just appraise things basically through the eyes of a child with no job and needs a good game, but you know has maybe sixty dollars to spend. Can spend up sixty dollars, but he's got limited funds and thus does not want to spend it on something he'll play once and never again. Yeah, uh, I just. That has like, okay, I'll give Dying Light instantly is pushed up by the fact that it isn't a linear story. I don't like <laughs> when linear story games that don't have anything else to them, they're just a linear story. I do not like when they're $60 because yeah, it is that's... a linear story. And if it's good, yeah, it's good. But there's nothing else to do besides the story. Thus, meaning that the uh, replayability is a lot lower. Yeah. Thus, I think it's only 40, 30, 40 dollars. Probably 40. But I think it should be 30 ish. Yeah. Boy, State of the K2, I know that's a like open world kind of game. You know, for the most part. And it's 30 dollars. Yeah, no, that's something that I've always. It, the ultimate edition i think was 50 the upgraded edition when it came out was 50 dollars i 
I don't know. It's just... I, I, no, like, I, yeah, games are not priced where they should be. And that's that's well, a lot of... because every, like, company prices their games differently. Like, I mean, you know, obviously, it's their product. They could sell it for what they want. Yeah. But, like, it just, like, there's just, like, a bunch of games that, like, understand... Like, I think understand their price, like, very well. Like, save the K2. Honestly... I they could push forty, but they go with a solid thirty dollars, which I think is probably actually re- like right on the money of how much it should be. Yeah, no, and that's and and honestly, the fact that they're right on the money, it makes me value them even more. Yeah, it makes me think like, that they can push the price up. Like I literally like like I respect games that like like clearly know their like value. Like they know the value of their games and whatnot. Like, yeah. I love that. I love seeing like a thirty dollar game that knows it's a thirty dollar game, even though they definitely it's good enough to be pushed up to forty, but they still don't. They just keep it thirty. Like I respect that. Yeah, I stand by the simple. fact that that there is very few sixty dollar games, like that are worth sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. But See, being a person that buy or has bought sixty dollar games, I can confirm that most of them are usually worth thirty or forty dollars. Yeah, but like Dying Light Two, it's gonna have replayability, and I believe they said that it has about twenty hours of story. But if you go and you do, you know, extra things, side missions, um, I don't know if there's collectibles in there. But, you know, you just play the game and have fun. The thing is that if you 100% the game, okay, it's supposed to take about 100 hours for one playthrough. Now, that's that's not taking account for the fact of a lot of people aren't going to 100% the game. But also, a lot of people are going to screw around and just have fun sometimes. Yeah, no, like, that's that's 100% what I would do for the most part in, like, buying it. I would definitely just mess around most of the time. Yeah. Like, and the parkouring system is in Dying Light One. When I first got the game, I literally screwed around with the parkour system so much, like hours, just because it was fun. Yeah. No. I what I'd probably do is I'd probably like do the story for the most part, and then just like once I'm done with the story or whatever, or like. Yeah, if I if it allows you to still play after you complete the story, I would just you know mess around with the the mechanics of uh, parkouring and stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, oh, what was the game? Dead Rising Four, right? Bad, bad game. Yeah, game. <laughs> yeah, no, bad game. But what I would do, like when I I recently like replayed it. Well, not recently, but I replayed it, like, within the year, <laughs> and, uh, like, it, I, I, I was, I did do the story, but while I was doing the story, I was just messing around a lot, like, just, like, just straight up just messing around a lot, just traveling in places, running zombies over, and just, you know, doing that stuff. Like, yeah. that's probably what I'd do. I'd just be parkouring a lot and, you know, the, taking a bunch of detours while doing missions. And then I'd come back just to, like, 
parkour and mess with zombies and whatnot. Yeah, so I say I, I say Dying Light 2. It'll probably take people probably I think it'll take the people that wanna push the game quickly probably fifty to sixty hours. I think most people probably around seventy hours. Mm. And that's also with the with the fact of you can start a new game and take a different path. Yeah, no. I I do want to start because uh, we were talking about sales a bit. And this is gonna be a completely different game right now, but we were talking about uh, sales, and I just remembered that it was July first, which Happy Canada Day, I guess, and. <laughs> Happy 4th of July when the day comes because we won't be recording that day. It's not a Thursday. But basically, uh, every... If you if you, if you play Xbox or whatever and you look at the Xbox Live Gold whatever, every every 1st and I think 16th, they come out with uh, two games that are free. They and get to keep forever. Yeah, and you get to keep them forever, whatever. Yeah, I I'm a big connoisseur of these games, so much so that I remembered the dates. You know, the first tenth and the sixteenth. It may Did be you say the fifteenth. The first tenth and the sixteenth. Yes, Clay. Okay. Yep. Just making sure. Just double checking that. The first tenth and the sixteenth, right? I, I I literally memorize that date, those dates in my head, because I know, oh, new games coming out. I can get new game, whatever. Usually, I don't. I don't play a lot of the games because, you know, some of them are, like, Xbox, like, bad, like, Xbox games and, like, <laughs> bad 360 games. Yeah. Sometimes you get good ones. Uh, I did find an interesting game that looks cool um, called Planet Alpha or whatever. It's on now. It's a Xbox One game. Uh, and I'm just going to read the description for you in case you may want to check it out. Uh, Planet Alpha, a beautiful alien world filled with mystery and danger, pursued by relentless enemies, you must harness the power of night and day as you struggle to survive. It sounds interesting. I don't know. I I think it's a survival game. I don't know what you do in it. But it's free, and I'm already installing it, so I'll find out. So if you're interested, you can check it out. Also, they released uh, Conquer Life and Reloaded. It's an Xbox game, like original Xbox game. And you're not going <laughs> to... Unless unless it has sentimental value, don't even... <laughs> you don't even need to mess with it, I'll be honest. It... Like, don't expect any good graphics from a game like this. <laughs> yeah, no. This is not... I, it, it, I don't even know what it's about, but it's just because it's an Xbox game, I wouldn't even touch it. <laughs> I, I just... Like, that's two generation systems ago. Like, Well, I mean, I mean, you can't just pass it off for that reason. No, but, like, it's... I can now. That's the thing. When did this game come out? Like early two thousands. Like probably not. Probably not late nineties. 
I doubt late nineties. But like, I, I it's just that like with a game that like like I can stand like I can withstand like Xbox three hundred and sixty graphics and whatnot and like games like those aren't necessarily bad. But like this is like early like early games and whatnot. Like unless you love like I don't know like uh, like GameCube games basically. You're not you're not really gonna care to. I mean you'll probably you could get it, but like I don't. I don't know. I don't see like it being like a game that you're gonna remember. So I don't see a point in like caring about it. Like, you know, I'm I'm looking at some of the 360 games that I got for free. Like Dante's Inferno. I remember that one. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good game. I will say. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Oh me look. Oh, I you. I don't remember any else. Uh, but yeah, like, there, there's a bunch of games you can't. Like, Costume Quest? Costume Quest is... It's a memorable, memorable game. Not necessarily intriguingly fun. I mean, I was pretty bored quite a lot of the time. But, you know, like, all these games aren't that, like, terrific. You know, but they are at least free. So, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I just don't think it's gonna be worth your time because it's extremely old. Actually, no, I do. I did download. I did download the next Xbox game, and I remember how trash it was. Some of them aren't terrible. It no, just, it severely just... depends. Like, okay, I'll tell you one good Xbox game, like, Xbox original game that I played. Destroy All Humans. The oh, game, yeah, that, oh, which yeah. Has, yeah, no, like, that game got rebooted. Like, dude, I played that on the 360. I played the 360 version, and that was fun. And, yeah, like, I, I, I didn't finish the Xbox version I forget what I went on to do. Went on to play or whatever, but yeah, no. Like, oh, and Overlord? Overlord 2? I got that one. That's an Xbox 360 game now. But that that game's pretty fun. I beat that game. I did get frustrated at point. <laughs> yeah, no, like, not all, like, old games are bad. But they suffer from the lack of technology that we have today. And yeah, it makes them hard to stand up to. Yeah, no, and like, they're because they've been around for so long. A lot of the things that they've done have already been done like thousands of times before, and thus it doesn't seem like interesting because you've already seen it in a thousand different places in a thousand different ways. And so, like, that that's just the problem with old games, and that's why I. Whatever. Also, just looking at the Anker or whatever, it it literally just looks like a, a game you just write off as bad, <laughs> like in today's standards. And okay. just like we're... it's it's the only game you care about if you if you played it when it you know was you know Xbox original days or whatever. 
right, we're probably going to end this off here <laughs> before you go on too much more of a tangent. Uh, I like talking about games. Well, I get that. Yeah, that's why we made this podcast. Okay, <laughs> that's not why we made this podcast. We made this podcast. I'll tell you a story of why we made this podcast right here and now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, I'll allow us and after this. We're cutting it. <laughs> okay. Basically, how this podcast came to be was me and Clay were playing on our Minecraft SMP server, right? And uh, we were both going to get off for the night. And we sat there for two hours just talking about <laughs> a whole bunch of just random stuff. Even though both of us were planning to get off, we both just <laughs> talked for two hours, hours prior, straight. yes. Yeah, no, we we literally talked for two hours straight, and then we were, we mentioned, or I think I mentioned, we should do a podcast. And we're like, no, nah, we probably could do that, and that's how we did these. Yeah, and we ended up just like actually recording one. Um, that was episode one. We don't talk about episode one. Oh um, uh, yes, I forgot <laughs> that we got rid of episode one. Yeah, and I don't episode think it was that bad. And I mean, for anyone who's wondering. Uh, episode one will never be up, and because I at least am not the most proud of what was said in there, it was a few jokes. Uh, we did we few... did not make any bad jokes. I know that for a fact. I don't know that at all. But I don't think any bad jokes were said. Nothing offensive. <laughs> It, it wasn't definitively offensive. It just wasn't something that I wanted to put up there. You know, we could have done, like, a trial version of the podcast. <laughs> that, and then we want to start off at episode two. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so now episode two is the first episode. No, it's the second episode. It's the first episode that people can listen to. It's a, it's a second. Okay, it's a second. Guys, episode. I'm going to get the... I downloaded the first episode. I'm going to release it. Did you actually download the first episode? No, I told you I okay. can't. <laughs> okay, I was going to say... I told you I can't even listen to these podcasts, man. They're, it's just <laughs> cringy to like, hear myself again talking about these things. I'm like, oh, I remember that even though I said it, you know, five minutes before. If you can get into RSS, you can have, like, you literally can download the podcast because it's still there. It's just taken down. Mm. <laughs> All right, we're going to end the podcast Thanks off here. Thanks for telling me how to do that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to end the podcast off here, though. Uh, so see you all next episode. Bye.